Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're doing another weekly news roundup, and much like before, I don't know what's changed. I don't know what's happened in the... Uh, in the automotive industry for the prior week. So, this is going to be a surprise for everyone. Let's start it. Ford F450 with 30-inch aftermarket wheels proves too much to handle when one breaks. And I just, I need to explain the photo here because this is about the craziest thing I've seen in a while. So, the spokes broke cleanly away from the outer rim. So you have the tire, and then the outer rim, and then the spokes are their own thing. Like, completely separated from the rest of the wheel. Uh-huh. I want to know how they managed to do that. I mean, obviously, okay, hey, shouldn't have done 30-inch wheels to make a mall crawler. That's one thing. But how did the wheels break so cleanly? Or actually wheel, because it's just one that I can see. How did it break so cleanly? I mean, like, the spokes, again, completely intact, but the spoke area has been separated from the rim area. How? The Texas dealership reportedly paid over $100,000 for this customized Ford F450. What? How did you manage that? Okay. Jeep's underwater electric Wrangler teaser isn't as unhinged as it may appear. Jeep imagines what a Wrangler could do post-2030 when it will have switched to electric power. That sounds like a concept or just some rendered video of something interesting. I mean, how are you going to have an underwater electric Wrangler? That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Why did Audi Photoshop out the 2022 RS3's real tailpipes? The RS3's real tailpipes were in were there in the teaser shots, but had gone AWOL when the final press pics were released. That is a good question. That is a really good question. Why have you done that, Audi? What are you trying to hide? Or, or what, I don't know, regulation do we not know about that forced you to do that? Either way, that sounds, that sounds, it's worrying. It's worrying that they did that. Hopefully it's not some Dieselgate nonsense, but, oh dear. We'll see if that story ever comes up again. And if, it, and if we actually have any more information on it when it does come up again, or if it does come up again. Ford Maverick with 2-liter EcoBoost filmed up close, returning 26.6 MPG. The Ford Maverick's 2-liter EcoBoost turbocharged 4-cylinder delivers 250 horsepower and 277 pound-feet of torque. Lucid's bid to go electric with SPAC hits stumbling block in shareholder meeting. Lucid is looking to merge with a special purpose acquisition company, but many of the latter's investors didn't turn up to vote. Uh-oh. That's bad. The 1957 Skoda 1100OHC couldn't race at the 24 Hours of Le Mans due to the Cold War. This race car from Skoda was built on a steel lattice frame, L-A-T-T-I-C-E, so it's, like I said, lattice frame, and was powered by a 92 horsepower 1.1 liter engine. I have never seen this car before, and I didn't even know Skoda existed in the 50s, let alone raced. At all. I mean, maybe it's not the same Skoda, but I bet you it is. What on God's earth is that? That is really, really interesting. Peterson Museum opening a perfect exhibit for fans of Formula One's recent history. The exhibition features 10 great cars from Formula One's more recent history that track the progression of the sports technology. 
Semiconductor relief for automakers might come in as little as a few weeks. One economist believes that boosting semiconductor production in China should help ease the chip crisis for automakers soon. We'll see. This super low mileage Jeep Comanche, Comanche? Wow. Comanche pickup truck just sold for $24,800. I mean, hey, it's really, really nice. I'm not sure it's worth that much. That's, uh, that's going a little far. And it is the Cherokee generation of Comanche, not earlier or I guess much later? I guess later would still be correct because it was still based on the Cherokee. So yeah, just not earlier. First batch of 2022 CA Corvettes sold out in Australia before the cars reach local shores. GMSV is initially bringing 250 examples of the 2022 C8 Corvette to Australia, although more will follow. Volvo will stop using alphanumeric model designations and switch to Joy of Joy's names instead. Volvo wants to mark its new electrified era with a change in its model's names by actually using names rather than XC90 and the like. Aussie police fines motorists for hooning along a picturesque, oh my god, picturesque beach. Sorry, I, I just butchered that horribly. One driver was spotted sitting on their Suzuki's door. Sorry, on their door? On, not in. On their door. While driving down the beach. Why and how is what I want to know. Faraday Future finally launches something. It's stock says the FF91 will arrive within the next 12 months. Faraday Future secured approximately $1 billion by going public. Let's see if that culminates in anything interesting. You know, like product? <laughs> GM issues second recall over the risk for 20... Sorry, over fire risk. They issue a second recall over fire risk for 2017 to 2019 Chevrolet Bolts. GM is asking owners not to charge their Bolt past 90% not to deplete their battery below 70 miles remaining, and to park outside. AC Cobra Electric Series 1 gets improved specs ahead of launch. The upgraded model can now hit 60 miles per hour in approximately 4 seconds. 2022 Mercedes Saitan debuts August 25th. The Saitan will debut next month and offer an EV variant. You can now drive a virtual Ferrari 296 GTB in Fortnite. Ferrari's new V6 hybrid supercar gets digitally inserted into the popular not necessarily good, video game. Ugh, oh, that's a big yuck. Six new GM models getting Super Cruise, trailering now possible. GM owners will be able to start trailering with their Super Cruise-enabled vehicles as of model year 2022. Audi RSQ e-tron revealed for the Dakar Rally. Features electrified powertrain with 671 horsepower. Audi is heading to Dakar with a futuristic SUV that features two electric motors. Could the new Z engine be Nissan's last twin-turbo V6? The need for carbon neutrality and these strict emissions regulations might force, might force Nissan to stop offering twin-turbo V6 mills. So what? V10s aren't sacred. I mean, not that they were ever that that popular. V12s aren't sacred. V8s aren't sacred. And now v, V6s aren't sacred? Is nothing. Is nothing sacred anymore. We can't have V8s, we can't have V10s, again, not that they were popular. We can't have V12s, and now we can't even have V6s? We can't even have V6s? Everything is going to crap! <laughs> Every last safe haven of automotive enthusiast enjoyment is being destroyed by these eco-mentalists. <laughs> Such a bad day. Such a bad turn of events. 
But seriously, how how come we can't even have V6s now? I mean, really? I mean, it did say twin turbo V6 and not V6, but if we can't even have a twin turbo V6, I bet you we can't even have a V6. And I'm sorry, I do not want every single car to be a turbo four-cylinder. I like hot hatches with turbo four-cylinders. I like the Evo, the WRX STI, the Focus RS. I love those cars. But at least allow us to have V6s in our Nissan Z cars and our Jaguar F-types and the like. Uh, that is so annoying. That is so incredibly frustrating. Moving on, though. Rivian planning second U.S. plant with battery-making capability. Many states have been bidding to, to host the 2,000-acre plant that will have a battery-making capacity of 50 gigawatts per hour, I guess? Because it's GWH. So I don't, I don't actually know what that means. GMC Hummer EV1 Edition... Sorry, EV Edition 1 comes loaded with towing technology. The first version of the GMC Hummer EV to hit the market will come as standard with an impressive array of towing features. 2022 IS500 F Sport Performance. Take a tour around the new Lexus V8 sedan. Unofficial Countach 50 Omaggio pays tribute to the original Ferrari... Uh, sorry, original Lamborghini prototype. Arc Design pays Omaggio to the world's most iconic supercar. Iconic Lada Neva Bronto, that Ford might be knocking on your door here pretty soon. Soldiers on with an updated interior. The hardcore version of the immortal Lada Neva gets updated for 2021 and we really want one. God only knows why. <laughs> 2022 Civic Type R Spy testing Honda's last non-hybrid powertrain. The new Type R is expected to be one of the fastest and most capable front-wheel drive hatchbacks. Jeep CEO says futures electric Bronco competition will only make the Wrangler better. Indeed it will. We're going to keep our king of the hill position for sure, says Jeep's CEO as a Bronco and advancing tech threatened Jeep's historic position. This could be the next electric vehicle from China's Human Horizons. That's a slightly weird name. Patents filed in China reveal that Human Horizons is working on a new EV for its Hi-Fi brand, H-I-P-H-I. Okay. Codemasters releases launch trailer for Grid for Grid Legends racing game. Yeah, just after Grid 2019, we've already got another Grid game. If that's not a potential indicator of how the most recent Grid game was received, then I don't know what is. Or how notable in that it wasn't notable the last Grid game was. Then, yeah, I don't know what is an indicator of that. Multi-class eliminator races, 130 courses around the world, and a wide selection of traditional and electric race vehicles are coming in Grid Legends. New BMW M4 CSL could have 540 horsepower and rear-wheel drive, but no manual. So you know what? Boo! The BMW M4 CSL will allegedly hit the assembly line in July 2022 and be produced until, until February 2023. That's not that long. V, uh, VW investors approved $339 million. No, VW investors approved $339 million in settlement from former executives. The settlement required shareholder approval, and during the company's annual general meeting, 99.9% of, of investors agreed to it. Who was the 1%? All I want to know is who was the 1%? Who was the holdout? I mean, I have never, for any kind of committee, seen a, consens seen a consensus that was that high. Good God! That is really impressive. Mercedes teases Maybach branded, or Maybach, depending on how you think it should be pronounced, 
branded electric EQS SUV. The Mercedes-Maybach EQS SUV should ride on a dedicated EV platform and share its tech with the EQS sedan. Mobileye shares unedited 40-minute video of its autonomous vehicle driving in New York City. If an autonomous car can make it in New York City, it can make it anywhere, says Mobileye. Maybe. Beachbot is an autonomous robot combing the beach to collect cigarette butts. I like that. The Beachbot uses artificial intelligence and cameras to find cigarette butts and get them off the beach. Daimler predicts the semiconductor shortage, or semi, whatever, I'm going to keep flip-flopping. Semiconductor shortage will run into 2022. Despite that, Daimler estimates the chip shortage will be less severe next year. Off-road mode or not, this Porsche Cayenne driver got stuck in the sand anyway. It took three people plus the driver to even budge the Porsche. And even then, it wasn't fully unstuck. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. During this break, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as it should be, you the supporters don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. Or you can donate to my current goal of getting a new travel laptop. There's an event I'm going to in a month, and having a travel laptop will not only help me work on said content while away from home, but it would help me unload my SD card so I can cover more of the event. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, like the travel laptop, or upgrades to my existing tools. You'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next. You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, hey everyone, we are back. UK police warn drivers to store high-tech keys in metal tins to prevent car theft. Uh, what do you mean by metal tin? Keyless entry systems are convenient, but they also allow thieves to steal cars in less than 20 seconds. What? Sorry? I, huh? Isn't the key fob supposed to be synced up to the car that the key fob is specifically assigned to? How are they getting in in less than 20 seconds? And more importantly, again, what do you mean by metal tin? Do you mean like a little box? Or is it in your pocket, or... How is that? Okay, I suppose we'll have to read that later, to make it make sense. Moving on. <laughs> GM files trademark application for Z06 moniker in Australia and New Zealand. Kiwis and... Oh, Kiwis. <laughs> Kiwis. Kiwis and Aussies rejoice. Trademark applications suggest that the C8 Corvette Z06 might be coming your way. Why do they call New Zealanders Kiwis? Why do they... I need to look that up and find the backstory to that, because that that sounds almost insulting. <laughs> the Alpha Superwolf, brilliant name, is America's latest electric crew cab pickup. The Superwolf is slated to have a range of up to 300 plus miles. 2022 Subaru BRZ combines rear-wheel drive with 228 horsepower for $27,995. The range-topping BRZ Limited starts at $30,495. V12 
VW Atlas Cross Sport GT Concept debuts with sportier styling and 300 plus horsepower. The concept puts the sport back into sport utility vehicle. Uh-huh, sure. Gotcha. Toyota allegedly forbids new Land Cruiser customers from reselling, citing global security concerns. The U.S. Treasury has previously questioned Toyota on how exactly so many of their models had fallen into the hands of extremists. I suppose that's a good question. Porsche 928, driven by Tom Cruise in Risky Business, will cross the auction block next month. Aside from... Aside from the movie it starred in, this 928 was also in museums and documentaries, and was even the car Tom Cruise learned how to drive stick in. Okay, that's cool. Riding shotgun in an Aston Martin Valkyrie. Valkyrie, sorry. Looks like an incredible experience. The Aston Martin Valkyrie 6.5 liter V12 revs up to over... Sorry, revs to over 11,000 RPM and delivers more than 1,000 horsepower. Alrighty, let's read some of those articles, starting with the whole key fob debacle. Technology can be a blessing and a curse, but most people wouldn't think their keys would fall into that category. However, that's exactly what's happening as the UK's National Police Chief Council, Police Chief's Council is warning drivers about keyless entry systems. Provisional figures have shown a 3.1% increase in car thefts between May and June, and the council said the bulk of this increase is from keyless theft. They went on to explain that organized crime gangs are using relay technology to receive this, to receive the signal from a key located inside a house. Then they transfer the signal to a portable device, which allows them to unlock a vehicle and drive away. That is surprisingly crafty. Given this, the National Police Chiefs Council is urging drivers to store their vehicles in metal tins or protective, pro, sorry, protective pouches that prevent signals from escaping their confinement. So basically, they want them to <laughs> line, like, get a box that is lined with lead like Superman's Christmas presents, so that he can't tell. The, the story is that Clark, Mr. and Mrs. Kent would line Clark's birthday and Christmas presents with lead because he couldn't see through it with his x-ray vision. And it sounds like the police counselor are basically saying, hey, yeah, get a lead box. <laughs> get a lead box so that criminals can't get the signal emitted from your key fobs. That's... Surprisingly interesting as well. Assistant Chief Constable Jenny Sims added, Whilst the rapid development of technology has dramatically improved the experience of drivers, it has also allowed criminals to exploit weaknesses in electronic security. We are working closely with car manufacturers to help them design out to help them design out crime okay, by sharing intelligence and equipment seized from criminals. Authorities are also doing their part as the council noted Leicester, Leicester? I can't even say it properly. Police recently secured the conviction of seven members of a gang which was involved in more than 50 keyless thefts involving vehicles totaling 2.4 million or 3.3 million to 2.8. Okay, 2.4 million pounds, 3.3 million dollars, or 2.8 million euros. This follows a bust in Liverpool where five people were sentenced for the theft of cars totaling around 2.6 million pounds, 3.6 million dollars, or 3 million euros. Keyless thefts have been on the rise and it's not hard to understand why, as thieves can steal your car in less than 20 seconds. Automakers have been working to improve the security of keyless entry systems, and Dodge recently announced a double verification system which will limit the engine speed of certain high-performance models to 675 RPM unless a correct pin is entered into the infotainment system. But 
it, this is in the UK, so... Does, and Dodge doesn't sell models there, so... Huh? That's odd. Let's actually read that right now, because that's very strange. Dodge is upping security on Chargers and Challengers following string of thefts. Dodge Charger and Challenger thefts have been getting out of hand, and Stellantis is finally, or Stellantis, is finally doing something about it. As part of a software update, Dodge will introduce a double verification security system on 2015 to 2021 Challenger SRT and Charger SRT models, so only the SRTs, equipped with, it, equipped with either a naturally aspirated 6.4 liter V8 or the supercharged 6.2 liter V8 engine. 2019 to 2021 Scat Pack models with the 6.4 liter V8 are also eligible for the upgrade. The software update is expected to become available in the second quarter and, when it arrives, it can be, it can be installed for free at Dodge dealership, uh, dealerships. The company didn't say much about the, up, about the update, but it will add a new security mode to the Uconnect infotainment system. Without the right four-digit security code, the vehicle's engine speed will be limited to, seven, no, to 675 RPM. If the right code isn't entered, the high-performance engines will produce approximately 2.8 horsepower or 2.1 kilowatts or 2.8 PS and 22 pound-feet or 30 newton meters of torque. This could be a curse for rightful, sorry, for forgetful owners, but Dodge's Tim Kanuskas noted it will foil fast getaways and joyrides. Tim went on to say more than 150 cars are stolen every day in the United States. And for car owners, it's terrible, it's a hassle, and it's a personal violation. He went on to acknowledge car thieves have been targeting their, targeting their muscle cars. So Dodge is taking quick action to help protect owners. Of course, quick action is a relative term, as a 2019 study from the Highway Loss Data Institute found the theft rate for Chargers and Challengers was more than five times higher than average! Oof! It's also worth mentioning, a number of thefts are happening in the company's own backyard. Okay, that's not surprising as more than 1,000 Chargers were stolen in, south in Southeast Michigan last year. Again, that's not surprising. Yikes! Alrighty, let's get on to that Bolt recall. Last week, GM, GM warned owners of 2017 to 2019 Chevrolet Bolts not to park their vehicles in their garage as it investigated two new reports of fires. Today, a recall has been announced for nearly 69,000 Bolts worldwide. This recall follows another, follows another in November 2020 over a fire risk. The solution to that fault was a software update, but at least one vehicle with the update located in Vermont caught fire, per GM, leading to the second recall. GM is still recommending that Bolt owners get their first recall fixed because the automaker and its, and its battery supplier, LG Chem, have identified the simultaneous presence of two rare manufacturing defects in the same battery cell as the root cause of battery fires in certain Chevrolet Bolt EVs. As part of the recall, GM will replace the defective battery modules, which were produced at LG Chem's Ocheng South Korea plant, and will notify owners when replacement parts are ready. The automaker is also asking that its owners take the following three steps to help reduce a fire risk. First, whether or not they have received the software update from the, from the November recall, owners shouldn't charge their vehicles past 90%. They can get help with this by using the Hilltop Reserve Mode 2017 to 2018 models or the Target Charge Level 2019 models to automatically stop the car from charging when it reaches a certain level. Second, GM is asking that owners charge their bolt after each use and avoid depleting their battery past 70 miles or 112 kilometers of remaining charge whenever possible. And the third, the company still asks still ask its consumers to park their vehicle outside and avoid their and avoid charging their vehicles overnight. According to the Detroit Free Press, 
Of the roughly 69,000 boats involved in the recall, nearly 51,000 reside in the United States. Lastly, let's, let's talk about that Ford F-450 uh, mishap. Fitting your Ford F-450 Limited with 30-inch Ford's wheels may look cool, it doesn't. But as a Ford dealership recently discovered, doing so can have its drawbacks. <laughs> no duh. The white F-450 featured is said to have recently purchased... Is said to have been recently purchased by a dealership in Houston, of course. But shortly after taking delivery, one of the wheels somehow completely detached from the barrel, leaving just the spokes and outer rim of the vehicle attached to the truck. In an attempt to move the truck, the dealership placed a jack under the front end, and someone proceeded to reverse the truck while another employee tried to push the jack along to keep the damaged wheel off the tarmac. Unsurprisingly, this plan didn't work very well, and before long, the truck had slipped off the jack, forcing the dealer to drive the F-450 on its spokes. Ah! Yikes! It's hard to know why the spokes of the wheel separated from the barrel, <laughs> uh, yeah, but supporting a truck as heavy as the Ford F-450 clearly isn't an easy task. The drive notes that the wheels appear to have been made by Forge Nation and measure a massive 30 by 16 inch at the front, while the dualies at the rear inch measure, sorry, at the rear, at the rear each, not inch, at the rear each measure 30 by 9 inches. Yikes! Oof! But they really should, okay, okay, the jack looks like it has wheels, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe you should have gotten a forklift or something to help with that. Oh dear, that is just painful. But anyway, I will see you all after the break for the final segment. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Alrighty, everyone, we are back for the final segment. Tesla will most likely resume accepting Bitcoin as payment. Elon Musk first wants to confirm that the percentage of renewable energy used to mine the cryptocurrency is at or above 50%. The 10 millionth Kentucky-made Toyota Camry rolled off the line today, on July 22nd, 2021. But just two days ago, just two days ago, at the time of this recording. Toyota has built 10 million Camrys at its Georgetown, Kentucky plant alone, and the latest one is just as anonymous as all the rest, so no one's going to care. Every new Mercedes model will get an electric version starting in 2025. Daimler will introduce three new EV-only platforms in 2025 for passenger vehicles, AMG vehicles, and vans. Bugatti sends off Devo with final customer delivery. A total of 40 units of the Devo were produced in Bugatti's... Mols Molsheim? Molsheim factory? One or the other. Or neither, because I got them wrong. <laughs> new Maserati Gran Turismo spied wearing production body as reveal time inches closer. And the only thing that makes me sad about it, about this new Gran Turismo, is that it looks like the first-gen Ferrari California to me. Which is to say that it kind of already looks a little dated. But hey, we'll have to wait and see what it looks like sans camo, because it, it might look modern enough. So hopefully it does. The second-generation Maserati Gran Turismo has evolutionary styling, retaining its sexy curves. Sorry I paused there, it's just that the author of that article mistyped Gran, uh, Gran Turismo, they typed Grand Turismo. 
It's grand without the D. But whatever. Brab is smart. Weren't we just talking about that in the last weekly news roundup and how stupid expensive those were? Brab is smart EQ42 Racing Green Edition is for the stylish at heart and the financial literacy, financial, financially, literally, li, li, I'm trying to say literacy, but either way, for those who aren't the smartest with money, okay, for those who are challenged with their financial decisions, okay, the Brabus Smart EQ42 Racing Green Edition mouthful has a cabin clad in Napa leather. I mean, it does look pretty okay, it's just going to be stupid expensive, like most Brabus Smarts, so I'll pass. Hyundai's upcoming baby SUV could be dubbed Casper. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you dub it Casper? Do you have any idea the kind of hell you're going to put that car through? How many ghost jokes you're going to make? And it looks like something Casper would drive. It looks like this tinny little cutesy little Skoda Roomster inspired box of of depression, I suppose. <laughs> Why would you name it Casper? That's not a brilliant name. It does look like a Skoda Roomster, though. Between the A, the, the no, the B, C, and D pillar. It kind of looks like a, a Roomster with the B pillar, with it separated from the, the rest of the greenhouse from the D, from the C and D pillar. Because you know how the Roomster has that body color B pillar that separates the, separates it from the, no, separates the driver and front passenger glass from the rest of the gla that glass. I'm explaining this horribly, but yeah, it's kind of like that, where the B pillar appears to be body colored and then the C and D pillar is just black so that it blends in with the glass. It's like that. Now, to be fair, it could actually be black, like the, like the, well, sort of like the glass to blend in, but I bet you it isn't. I bet you it won't be. But yeah, why call it Casper? This, like, chip bag looking vehicle <laughs> but seriously it looks it's either a chip bag vehicle or it's a cereal box vehicle either way either way this car is going to get picked on so much hi and i what have you done what have you done oh no oh no 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 Ugh. the hyundai casper that's such a bad name <laughs> that's so awful will be based on the automaker's K1 platform and has the proportions of a cinnamon toast crunch box. <laughs> God, that is that is so so bad. Wow. That that's just amazing. Hey, remember the the what is it? The Nissan Cube and how it had at the D pillar, the the body color D pillar on the one side instead of the black D pillar on the other so it blended in with the glass. That's what I'm talking about, but on the B pillar, just which is just behind the front driver and the front passenger side glass. That's what I'm talking about. And, and that's why it reminds me of the Skoda Roomster. But yeah, that is, that is poor. That is really, really poor. Toyota and Google team up to reinvent the owner's manual with Driver's Companion Virtual Assistant. The Driver's Companion is being launched as part of a pilot program and will be available exclusively on the 2021 Sienna. Adrian Newey and Red Bull might follow, might follow Val... What is it, Valkyrie? Yeah, Valkyrie, even though I like saying Valkyrie, with another car. Nui says that with the experience gained from the from the Valkyrie, Valkyrie, whatever, Red Bull could build another car, although it's unclear what it would be. Stellantis CEO says chip shortage will easily drag into 2022. 
Stellantis' boss Carlos Tavares, hopefully I got that right, also said the company could increase its investments into electrification. Suzuki and Daihatsu join Toyota in commercial Japan partnership EV venture. The partnership will lead to the increased use of hybrid and all-electric powertrains across these small and commercial vehicle segments that Daihatsu and Suzuki specialize in. Ferrari SF90 Stradale with the Seto Fiorano package crashes in Italy. The incident with the hybrid Ferrari SF90 occurred a few days, a few days ago in the Ventim, Ventimiglia, I can't even figure out how to say that. Ventimiglia. Oh god, that's awful. Ventimiglia. Wow, I butchered that so bad. I just put that through a, I put that through a meat mincer. I'm so sorry. But that area, it happened a few days ago in that area. If any, if any Italians listen to this podcast, tell me how to say it properly. There's, I technically have some Italian in me, so if you told me how to say it properly, I might be able to get it right. <laughs> Survey finds 41% of consumers want their next car to be electrified. Hey, hey, 41% of con- consumers, you are no longer my friends. No, <laughs> that, that is surprising, though. I'm surprised the number is that high now. The number of consumers who want an EV varies greatly depending on the market. Okay, well, you could have said that, but whatever. McLaren's F1 drivers take on their, take on their boss in the brand's road cars. McLaren's racing CEO proves he can do more than, than just push paper while on track with Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. Maglev train capable of hitting 370 miles per hour unveiled, in, yeah, unveiled today in China. The maglev train is being touted as the world's fastest form of ground transportation and could complete some shorter journeys faster than a plane. Your next lift could be an autonomous escape after Ford team up. Lyft users in Austin and Miami will soon be able to hail an autonomous escape. Mercedes Vision EQXX teased. Might debut on July 22nd. It hasn't. It hasn't. It's the 24th, so not yet. The high-performance EV could have a range of approximately 750 miles. Poseidon turns the Mercedes-AMG S63 into a supercar-hunting 927-horsepower luxury missile. The performance-oriented limousine from Mercedes-AMG gets a healthy power boost, sorry, gets a healthy boost in power and torque. Uber charged London passenger $455 for a 1.75-mile trip? Sue them! Sue the pants off them! Driver left his Uber, his, sorry, no, driver left his meter running for over 16 hours after a dispute with Uber customer. And... Nah, that's not justified, mess you. The Ferrari SF90 Stradale sets new lap record at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Prancing Horses flagship hybrid supercar completed the record... Sorry, complete... Did I say completed? I hope I didn't. Completed the record-breaking lap of Indianapolis Indianapolis's road course in 1 minute 29.635 seconds with a top speed of 174.6 miles per hour. That is hella impressive. Tesla's semi-production line in last stages of preparation, says report. Tesla may actually build some examples of the semi before the end of the year. Aston Martin to replace DB11 and Vantage with all-electric models. God dang it! (laughs) Why? Nothing is sacred. Nothing is... Nothing is holy. (laughs) Aston, you were supposed to be the last bastion for enthusiasts. That's what you were saying about manuals, but only two years ago, and then you abandoned that. (laughs) I can't take these blows to the heart. I can't take it. 
Aston Martin will launch its first all-electric sports car in 2025. Ah! <laughs> God, that's depressing. Lawsuit over Ford Mustang Shelby GT350 overheating. Overheating issues go into trial in September. The lawsuit claims that Ford Mustang Shelby GT350 models without the track package can overheat during a track day. Well, we know that much. We covered that last week. Audi Sports Improved RA LMS GT3 Evo. Evo 2, actually, will cost you half a million dollars. The updated Audi RA LMS GT350 is now available to private teams for the, for the 2022 season. And uh, they have a typo. They did FPR for four. I've made that mistake a multitude of times. But it's kind of interesting seeing that typo on car scoops. Tesla to open its supercharger network to other EVs this year. With more than 25,000 superchargers at over 2,700 stations around the world, Tesla already has an extensive network. Audi's future might be electric, but it will still keep its single-frame front grille. Audi has been using its single-frame front grille since, since the 2004 A8 and has no intention of dropping it. I'm good with that. Volta's eco-friendly body panels promise to be as light and strong as carbon fiber. The eco-friendly panels are slated to use flax and a biodegradable degradable sorry biodegradable resin consumer reports has serious safety concerns with tesla's full self-driving beta consumer reports says tesla's full self-driving beta lacks adequate safeguards the first bespoke pininfarina batista is a bare carbon beauty inspired by new york city the car's red white and blue color scheme is said to be reminiscent of the big apple and shows off the fullest extent of pininfarina's customization capabilities that is going to be it for this segment and indeed this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, please hit that little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. And I really appreciate you appreciate you subscribing. Thanks so much. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have a want the Podbean mobile app, hey, no problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.